Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Sanford Health, Rosenbauer, Vance Thompson Vision, Dakota Bank, Hague Realtors, and Comfort King. I've said it before, I'll say it again. When I fill in for Marco, I basically just uh, contact buddies of mine that I haven't uh, talked to in way too long. I see this gentleman every now and then, but he's one of my favorite folks. He is probably the best South Dakota sports historian we have ever produced. Jerry Miller joins us on the show. Jerry, how are you? Well, not too bad for an old fat guy. (laughs) (laughs) Jerry... well, first of all, I, I want to get to the Hall of Fame because I'm going to be focusing on the Hall of Fame. How did you find out you were going into the South Dakota Sports Hall of Fame? Well, I had, um, Wayne Carney had contacted me and, and they had told me that I had been selected. How? So that's how, that's how I knew. What, uh, what was your reaction? Um, Speechless, which is pretty tough for me. <laughs> um, you know, you you don't um, you don't get into organizations like like the Sports Hall of Fame uh, to be recognized. You know, you do it because you think that's the. I thought that was the professional thing to do, and and. Uh, that's what my father taught me a long time ago, that the good Lord put you on this earth, you know, to, to help people and assist people. And uh, I, didn't always, I didn't always believe that in the beginning, but it didn't take very long for me to figure that out, that, you know, that's, uh, that's what it's all about. And if you can, you know, if you become a, if you become a member of, of any organization like that, and you you help other coaches who in turn help kids because that's what this is. All of these halls of fames that we have are all about in my eyes. It's not about me, Jerry Miller. Uh, it's about just think of the communities. Think about all of the. the the schools, the people in the schools, all the coaches, um, and in turn, the most important uh, people again are the are the players and the kids, because you're helping them to to be better uh, students and better better citizens, uh, hopefully, and uh, makes it a little bit easier in life. Amen. Jerry Miller joins us here on Calling All Sports. He is going into the South Dakota Sports Hall of Fame coming up on September 24th. That is a Sunday that is open to the public. Jerry, did it mean even more to you? Because you have been on the board for the Hall of Fame. You've, you've given an awful lot of time. You've seen how the sausage is made, as it were. Did that mean even more to you? I think so. Yeah, I, yeah you know, the... Anytime your colleagues or the people that you work with think something that you've done is important, and uh, you know, um, I was I was one of those people that from from the get go that when I as long as I've been on the board on and off uh, that you know it's important that that you uh, some people say no uh, I'll not accept that 
And I'm not accepting this honor and this award on behalf of me, but I am for the hundreds and thousands of people that it represents. And that that is most that is the most important thing to me. Not not about not about me. You know, not how many wins and losses that you have. You know, right? Um, it's all the other. It's all the other good things that that happen. It's all the kids that uh, uh, that you see that become doctors and lawyers and and uh, farmers and uh, laborers and uh, they come up and they call you coach and give you a hug. My God, it doesn't get any better than that. Amen. Jerry Miller joins us. And by the way, Jerry, it's a good thing it's not on wins and losses. I remember some of your teams. You had plenty of losses. <laughs> hey, you've been talking to Keeter again or what? <laughs> Jerry, see, see, Keeter, <laughs> see, Keeter cried when I quit, uh, quit Lincoln because he beat us so many times. Uh, but he forgot about the 20 years before when had the shoe was on the other foot. <laughs> before Jerry, he was there. Before he was at Webster. <laughs> exactly. Jerry, you have become, and, and I use this in the introduction, and I mean it, you, you are such an incredible sports historian. How did that come about? And how did you continue to cultivate that? Well, I don't know if I'm a sports uh, historian. I'm a... I'm a uh, I'm a sport nut. Uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, I've watched everything, uh, uh, this winter from, uh, wrestling to basketball. To, I just watched the National Gymnastics the other day. I, I mean, you know, if it has something to do with, with kids and it has something to do with, with sports, you know, uh, I, I kind of get my, uh, I get my eyes on it and, uh, it's kind of cool. I can, Get up and go to the bathroom, or I can get up and uh, have a cup of coffee, or I can <laughs> sit down and you know I don't have to. I used to be where I had to be there. Right. I thought it was important that I be there. Yep. Now I'll be selfish. Uh, it is very comfortable to just stay home and watch it and listen to you guys that are <laughs> that are broadcasting and uh, and so on. So it's uh, you know. Uh, all those days of thinking I had to be there. Uh, tell you a funny story when when I got hired at at, at uh, Sioux Falls, Wally Deal said, "Now uh, you take this job, uh, you will be expected to work at the Howard Wood Relays and any or all of the state basketball tournaments that are in town. That's part that that's part of your job. And you know what? Every year I kind of you, you know." I, I still kind of feel that, that way, like, well, you know, I better, uh, uh, that's what I promised Wally I would do, so <laughs> I'm still getting in the road. <laughs> Jerry Miller joins us here at Calling All Sports. Jerry, also, one thing I didn't say, you are an author, or at least a co-author, on every town or every high school nickname in the state of South Dakota. How did that come about? Well, that was a labor of love when I was a kid to get the, the Daily Republic. And, of course, the first page you turned to would be the sports page. And I would read the, 
read and look at at the pictures that were in there and who played who where in the 40s and 50s. And all of a sudden, I started looking them up on the map to see where where, where bison and buffalo were at. And, and uh, as I kind of did that, then I I started uh, trying to find ways of finding out what their mascots were. So for probably over 50 years, um, I did that. And for 50 years, I read the obits uh, in the newspaper to find out where uh, John Doe graduated from high school at. And then I would try and find out what their nickname was or the location of that of that place. So uh, for a long time, and uh, somebody was giving me a bad time about a, I got out of a 1949 scrapbook that I had that had all these pictures. I turned the pages so many times and it's fallen apart, and I'm afraid to, <laughs> afraid to turn, turn the pages anymore. So that's kind of how that that part started. And then my intent was to uh, maybe write a book and put it all together and and uh, sell them, and then uh, the money would go back to the coaches, our state coaches association, and be a part of our scholarship fund and so on. And then George Kiner, who everybody I think probably that uh, in the state knows, uh, and if anybody knows anything about history of South Dakota, it would be George, not Jerry. <laughs> um, he said, I, I, I said to him, I said, uh, all these books that you're doing and all these sports, why don't you just take all the stuff that I've got here and we'll get some more and put it together. And so long story short, we put that book together and the proceeds going back to Coaches Against Cancer that he has and George has been he has been one of the most unbelievable people yep. that I know in our state the most giving one of the most giving people uh, I mean from from one thing to another to another to another there isn't anything he wouldn't do uh, you know he's got a couple things that he does nobody knows about in the summertime he takes uh, kids fishing in uh, in Volga, and a lot of times uh, uh, those kids are handicapped kids, and I mean he just he just he, he just does everything, you know. He does everything. If you if you read Facebook, he's always got something in there about his dad in 1942 <laughs> and pictures, and yeah, I don't even try and keep up with with him that way. So <laughs> from the standpoint of being a historian. George is, George Kiner is really our historian, but George Kiner is one of the best givers that, that, that you'll ever meet. He does more things for kids than, than anybody will ever know. Well, I have been extremely lucky to learn from both you and George. And by the way, the yearbooks that uh, George puts out, the, the history of uh, whether it's nine-man football or 11-man championships or baseball, et cetera, just Google George Kiner. And again, all of those proceeds go to a very, very good cause. The thing is, Jerry, as I look at that book with all of the mascots, not only are there places that don't have a school anymore, you've got places in there that aren't even a town anymore 
there's been a lot of changes in the recent history. Well, um, you know, that's I think that's because of consolidation of schools and, and small towns not having enough population to support a school, so they close and they go elsewhere. And uh, you know, I you know, I think there's a whole bunch of whole bunch of reasons. One town. One town wants to go with another town because if they put their put their girls together, they can win the state championship. <laughs> and then right. three years later, then three years later, they don't want you around because now we got two classes coming through, and we got we got forty girls that want to play. So now we don't want to co-op, you know, which is which is not which is not right, but uh, that. I know. I think that probably has happened before. Oh, I think perhaps. Or something. <laughs> yeah, or something like that. You know. <laughs> right. <laughs> Listen, you are a White Lake kid. What was it like growing up in White Lake? Well, the, uh, for a lot of years, I lived on both sides. I lived on two different sides of the park, and got uh, a. Got a lot of hoops in the park, and uh, you know we we didn't have uh, asphalt or we didn't have cement. It was dirt. And <laughs> where where the the last time I remember playing there, where the basket was, I mean, it was just like a bowl in there. <laughs> it was it was dirt. You know? My mother used to holler at me, an awful light. There was a light over there eventually. We'd, we'd play basketball all night long, you know. Uh, so that was probably, that part uh, was kind of the haven for everybody when when we were younger. Uh, played baseball up by the school. and Then we dropped baseball when I was about, a, about my teener years and didn't have baseball for quite a while. And in, in White Lake, a guy named Carl Furr, Came to White Lake as a, ba- a banker, and he got the baseball started again. And uh, the the other thing I remember about being in a small town, I must have been about ten years old, and they were going to start football at, at White Lake. And <clears throat> back of the school, guys were thought it was a big deal till the coach showed up. They were kicking the footballs on top of the of the school <laughs> and then they were getting getting schlups like me to crawl up where i shouldn't be and get up there to get them down and while the coach showed up they were not real happy not real happy so i watched a lot of a lot of uh, six-man football and then eventually uh, in fact when i graduated we were still playing six-man football white like and that was that would have been the the last year supposedly of six man football in South Dakota. It was the fall of fifty eight and then everybody played eight and nine man after that and of course eleven, but um a lot of people thought that uh, uh you know, uh Platt's a good example that uh, you know, they play nine man football now. They didn't start at six and eight. They originally, everybody played 11 way back when. Right. Yeah, so then, you know, then in the, in the 30s and 40s, then they started switching, and, 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. We've South Dakota's made a real name for itself, I think, in football and the six man and the and the nine man and um, the um, the national record of sixty two games at Kidder still stands, and I think I think that's the right number. I, I think you're uh, right. Yep. Uh, and the number of wins, a guy by the name of Bill Welsh. Um, had that crew up there, and I I had the good fortune of I never met him, but I met his family. Really inducted. Yep, uh, and they were all girls. He had there was one boy that had died early, but early on, but but all the girls. The oldest one was the quarterback, <laughs> and there were like there were like five girls. I, I, I'm sure. <laughs> and she told about her dad would line them up and with the two ends in the center and the, and the quarterback, and then they would run plays in the living room, and he'd figure out where everybody everybody would go, and and he started that program uh, up there at Kidder and uh, beat everybody till. Until so I got beat, you know, a year later, and then that then he stayed one more year. They were undefeated again, I think, and then he left and went went uh, uh, went elsewhere. And the family, when I got to know the family, they were all out in Montana. Of course, they all came back for the Hall of Fames, and uh, I got their family uh, uh, history books. So if you want to know. That's a family is. I got it. That baby is about an inch and a half thick, and it's full. It's good. It's really good. Yeah. J- Jerry Miller joins us here on Calling All Sports. Well, Jerry, I always appreciate the chance to see you. I appreciate the chance to chat with you. Your history is boundless. I appreciate what I've learned from you. And congratulations on going into the South Dakota Hall of Fame, Sports Hall of Fame. It is well-deserved, my friend. Yeah, thank you very much. I've uh, most appreciated. And we'll be back to wrap things up right after this. What part of your home likely gets used at least four times a day? What do people see first when they arrive at your home? In both cases, it's probably your garage door. Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls offers durable, dependable, stylish doors and will match any competitor's price on a comparable door. Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls, now celebrating 55 years in Sioux Falls, plus offices in Aberdeen and Watertown. Find us at OverheadDoorSD.com. That's OverheadDoorSD.com. Buying a new truck for your farm or ranch is all about the bottom line. At Billion Fleet Farm and Ram Commercial Business Link, we know that better than anyone. We have the experience, selection, and industry-exclusive pricing and incentives to help you with your bottom line. Plus, new Ram trucks have been named Motor Trend Truck of the Year for the third year in a row. To see if you qualify for fleet pricing on a new Ram, call 888-531-1013 or go to billionauto.com slash fleet. This guy had more issues with his eyes. The minute he first came out of surgery, he walked in with a huge grin on his face. And for the first time since he was a little kid, he could see perfect. 
Going to Vance Thompson Vision was an easy experience. If you're gonna trust your eyes to anybody, trust them to a leader in that field. When it came time for me to make a decision about where we were gonna go for my LASIK surgery, there was no question that it would be Vance Thompson Vision. Call 877-522-EYES to schedule a free consultation. I'm Brian Corey of Corey Insurance. And I'm Sheldon Kosky. We've been working together for over 30 years. My dad, Randy Corey, started the business and we've been taking care of all our customers' insurance needs since 1970. Whether it's your home, auto, or business, we are a trusted choice independent agency with access to all the products you need to keep you protected. And there's no better feeling than that. Our customers are like family. We get to know your situation and match your needs to our best and most affordable insurance options. Whether you are new to Sioux Falls or a longtime resident, Corey Insurance is your trusted choice. And Brian, we've carried on the tradition of supporting the local community in a wide variety of activities. We live in the best part of the world, and we want to make sure it stays that way for you. We're Corey Insurance. Coverage, commitment, and value since 1970. Call us at 605-336-6303 or check out our website at coreyinsurance.com. Penny Kleindienst is an interior designer. So when Eric and Becky Roskop hired Simply Perfect to update their dream home, she knew where to turn. The experts at Fireplace Pros have a wide variety of heat and glow and heat later fireplaces to choose from. And they hit a home run with a contemporary fireplace they chose together. They always help me come up with the perfect fireplace that makes all the difference in the way a home looks and feels. Our gas fireplaces and inserts from Heat and Glow and Helator are the best in the business. You can stop in and see the region's largest showroom or visit us on the web at fireplaceprofessionals.com and get a virtual tour. We have almost 100 Heat and Glow and Helator models on display and even more in stock. If you ever need advice, just call 339-0775 or better yet, stop in and see us. We're Fireplace Pros, 1217 West 41st Street, Sioux Falls. Just like Becky and Eric, you're going to love the way your home feels. Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Corey Insurance, Dakota Beverage, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, Hucett Speedway, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies. And, of course, right next to Fireplace Pros is Barbecue Heaven. We're getting that time of year. I know a lot of people grill year-round, but, you know, traditionally it's more of an outdoor activity done in the spring and summer, so... That's your headquarters for that as well. Hey, speaking of headquarters, Arby's has a continuously rotating menu. And a lot of their, you know, items come and go. And I can't remember what I saw on the billboard the other day. Was it their garlic uh, steak tips? Can't remember exactly what it was. But what you need to do is eat at Arby's while your favorite sandwich is still available. Don't worry, they'll bring it back. But they just, you know, they like to keep things fresh and, and you know, uh, seasonal also. So stop by Arby's. And if you're looking for a part-time job, Arby's is hiring. The Arby's near you. From Aberdeen to Yankton and Pier over to Worthington. All of them locally, uh, locally owned, locally operated. And just a, a great, great operation. I mentioned the fact that we're going to be talking a lot about... Uh, history south dakota sports history this week and uh with primarily with folks going into the south dakota sports hall of fame and it was great to talk with jerry miller he's going in tomorrow a guy who 
Frankly, when I think of tennis in this state, he's the first person I think of, and that's my friend Terry Nielsen. Terry also a great contributor to overall sports uh, in the state of South Dakota, former Argus leader, writer, and goes back actually to the formation, the early days of the South Dakota Sports Hall of Fame. Uh, the banquet comes up on Sunday, September 24th, and it's going to be in Sioux Falls. And the website isn't quite updated. Uh, we, we'll get the complete list of names, but it includes Mark Ovenden. And that's one of the reasons that I am, am uh, talking about the Hall of Fame is because I'm afraid Mark won't because of the fact he's going in. But it's certainly he's very deserving. So many other folks that are going in. Uh, deserving and it's great fun. It's open to the public and I would encourage you to take in one of those evenings. In the meantime, go to sdshof.com, South Dakota Sports Hall of Fame.com and find out the folks that are in. Also a reminder that my book, First Person Legend, uh, Legendary South Dakota Sports Stories Volume 2 is available. You can go to sportsmaxradio.com, and it's a compilation of interviews that I have done over the course of the years when I had the South Dakota Sports History Show and Sportsmax. So uh, feel free to order that. Go to sportsmaxradio.com. In the meantime, thanks to our guest today. Thanks to you for listening, and we'll talk again tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Calling All Sports. Today's show was brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Fireplace Pros, Sanford Health, Dakota Bank, Rosenbauer, Dakota Beverage, Vance Thompson Vision, Corey Insurance, Hague Realtors, Pusett Speedway, Comfort King, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies. Sicky's Garage. <laughs>